Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's going, you know. It is what it is. Um, I feel like I've worked enough this week where like a Tuesday. It feels like it should be Thursday. Like I should be getting some relief tomorrow. Oh, but no. it's only Tuesday. So it you is what? what it is. You are such a corporate baddie. I have full <laughs> faith in you that you're going to get through this week. I do not feel you right now, but yeah. I, I, I'm back to being employed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, but just so for the record, just so that the record states, mm. Anika's only – Anika doesn't know unemployment truly. <laughs> Anika's going back to the office and, like, a, what, a week now? Like, yeah. she, she's back and better than ever, Okay. Yeah, you guys, I just wanted to take a little bit of a break, just a reminder to give yourself some grace. And if you feel in your gut that you're not where you need to be, to follow your gut. and Get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, just really kind of follow your heart, so to speak. So, I don't know. Back to the corporate grind, though, for your two hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika, I suppose. (laughs) Woo! So... How are you feeling about this week in the villa? We saw we saw a lot of um events, I feel like, but like we saw recoupling, we saw challenges, we got all these like Love Island basics and at the same time mm-hmm. I feel like we're just seeing the same drama this week. You're so right. I mean, To give our listeners some context, I actually got stopped by Twitter from tweeting any more than I had been (laughs) for today's episode. So if that kind of sets the tone for how I'm feeling, I'm definitely peeved at how the events of our last episode kind of played out. But other than that, I think you're totally right. Nothing new, right? We've seen the trope where... There's an insecure girl who's also a crier. We've seen the trope of somebody who goes back to someone that we know isn't good for them. Like we've Mm -hmm. seen lads being lads. We've seen the dirty dancing challenge. The one thing that was new is that the hideaway has some BDSM accessories, which the hideaway (laughs) is stacked with. I just was like, okay, here's my thing with the hideaway. I think it's great. It's fresh. It actually looks like cozy and romantic. Um, although there's too much overhead lighting, I know it's more of a production thing, but like, you know, I'm not trying to get sexual with fucking like Macy's store lighting, Macy's department (laughs) lighting, you know, like I'm not trying to suck a dick in fucking white lighting, you know what I'm trying to, um, to be frank, (laughs) to be frank, all right, it's like, are we in a doctor's office or are we on a beautiful hideaway, but I like that it comes with all the accessories. Um, but, like, what's the vibe? Like, everybody's just doing a little fashion show? I don't know. I don't know. Like, did we it's- get sponsored by Ann Summers in there? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Not Ann Summers. Yeah, Mora got her, like, secret ad in. She's, like, violating the laws of advertisement by, like, putting well, in. I'm the- just trying <laughs> be relatable to the UK audience like that's how I'm feeling I was looking at Jesse strutting around those little teddies and lingerie and corsets and I was like damn I'm pretty sure I saw Tasha wearing the same exact fit a couple of uh days ago on her Instagram she just got sponsored by Ann Summers so that's the only reason why I was like okay I see what they're doing in there secret spawn no just kidding um allegedly guys like i don't think anybody's breaking the laws of advertisement over there but no but no (laughs) but it was interesting i agree with you that they should have recessed lighting and that's what i thought was super strange like the way that it's been lit is very cold and it doesn't invite any sort of warmth or intimacy and then the whole like other area with the closet and stuff like what's the point of even getting dressed if you're getting in there and it's all fully stocked like at that point if I was Jesse I would have just worn the robe and went in there and been like all right let me see what I can choose Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. but no I totally agree but we'll get into that a little bit later our sexy steamy hideaway with our two 
lovebirds. But um, let me give you this rundown, okay? Today's Tuesday, so Sunday night, we saw the girls send Spencer and Aaron home. Um, womp womp. We saw a little bit of a Liv and Tanyelle beef midway through Mm -hmm. the episode. And then we got a recoupling, a dramatic recoupling at the end of the episode where Lana ended up picking Casey. Cut to (laughs) um, (laughs) Monday night's episode and Lana has already started to change her mind. Ron is, you know, putting in the graft. er, Putting in the manipulation tactics to make mm-hmm. sure she regrets her decision. We get the gladiator game during the daytime. We get a, we get a live slash Sammy beef, whatever. And then today's episode, Tuesday night's episode, we get Lana, Lana closing the door with Casey. Casey beefing with Ron and Lana for very justified reasons. Yep. Will and Jesse going to the hideaway. We got the dirty dancing challenge the next day. And we got a new bombshell. So yeah, I feel like the last three episodes was really packed with like classic Love Island events. Recoupling, yep. a, a dumping, a gladiator challenge, a hideaway, dirty dancing, bombshell. And yet I feel like it's just Ron, Lana, and somehow Olivia show. 24 yeah. hours like for the so, last yeah. week mm-hmm. yeah i the reason why i'm silent is because i there's just nothing more to it you hit the nail yeah. on the head i i feel like i would be more satisfied after how the last three episodes have gone but for some mm-hmm. reason i'm not like it, it mm-hmm. was just kind of typical makes sense it's coming out of the woodwork I'm a little shocked considering how this is now week four Mm -hmm. and we're basically halfway done with winter love Island, I think. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's still pretty mellow. That's the best word I can say right now is I feel like it's mellow. It's nothing new that we haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. And I guess the next best thing to come is going to be Casa. So whenever that. I feel like. Things are definitely falling into place for the Casa more staging. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, like babe, I don't know. There, there was be one more dumping, one more couple. There's going to be one more dumping. Then, yeah, for sure. Casa. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I feel like there was rumorings or murmurings mm-hmm. <laughs> of Casa coming maybe this week, early this week, and then. it hasn't really happened. But maybe, you know, it's up to the producers what, like, when to place Casa more. Some seasons it comes super early. Some seasons yeah. it comes kind of later. Right. I feel like we're maybe a little bit behind schedule, but maybe the producers kind of knew Ron and Lana were going to get back together and just wanted mm-hmm. to, like, wait until they're for sure in a coupling together. Right. Hence, a bombshell coming right when we can basically smell Casa more. Right. I think once Claudia and Casey, like, couple up at this next recoupling, there's going to be a dumping of one of the couples, whether that's, like, you know, OG or whoever's been built, or if it's even Casey and Claudia, which I hate to see it because we're going to get into Casey right. and why I love him. But Well, she could be safe because she's a bombshell. Oh, yeah, and if she chooses Casey, then wouldn't that make him safe, too? Ooh. Yeah, although okay. you're pretty set on her picking Casey, I have some thoughts. I, I have also have thoughts. additional, I have thoughts behind my thoughts, girl. We're going to get <laughs> okay. into this real quick. <laughs> but, I don't um, think, we don't have Claudia in the birdhouses, so up to yeah. you. I mean, we haven't seen enough of her yet. I'm hoping she goes for Casey, because her top two are Casey and Tom. Good to know. See, I'm leaning. I guess we could get into it now. Yeah, like, I'm leaning a little bit more towards her going for Tom. Okay. Just because we know he's a head turner. I mean, mm-hmm. he seems very happy with Sammy, and we are getting a little bit of like a Tom redemption arc. But I just feel like since Casey went in there so dead set on Lana, he didn't really explore other things with other girls. Mm-hmm. Um. And I feel like there's potential for him and Kate, uh, for him and Sammy. 
I feel like they have really good energy. Mm-hmm. The both of them are very like grounded, genuine yeah. people. So I'd like to see them give it a go. Um yeah. so yeah, hopefully they get an opportunity to talk. Although, I don't know. Who's to say? Maybe Tom doesn't want to make the same mistake. I don't think he will. That's why I'm pretty set on like, okay, Claudia's coming in, albeit I think she's older than Casey by a little bit. I'm not sure how Mm. much, but at least Casey, we know he has a thing for blondes and we definitely know that the Lana chapter is closed because he's actually somebody of sound mind and would not give another chance to Mm -hmm. someone who's dogged him on television like this. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Highest hopes for Casey. We'll get more into this like love triangle that exploded this past episode. Yeah. Something else I would like to dive into before we dive into our birdhouses is Spencer and Aaron. Okay. Okay. We were pissed. We were very pissed. The fact that he told Tanya it was never going to be me, wasn't it? Uh, My heart shattered i was like you beautiful vibrator salesman i am so sorry this (laughs) happened to you you deserve to be here king i'm shocked well i'm not shocked (laughs) no but you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. principle of it all no i totally agree with you i totally agree with you i feel like it just I just wish it was a little bit less predictable. I just wish Olivia wasn't, like, running laps, like, constantly going around the villa, campaigning on, like, why she's had it the hardest in here and why things always have to go her way. It just feels like everybody treats her like she's the queen bee because she's kind of set that tone. And we are, we're going to get into it, a little bit deeper but we are seeing that facade kind of crumble mm-hmm. as she targets more and more of the girls for absolutely no reason but i just knew i knew she would make the whole like dumping about herself and want to save kai because she just hasn't has had it the hardest in the villa when it's right. like actually you haven't because Tanyelle has only had one connection and it was Kai and she hasn't really been given the opportunity to get to know anybody else and now she's had like 24 hours to get to know Spencer and he's leaving right when like and you're sacrificing Spencer somebody who hasn't really who like waited around trying to get to know Olivia Mm -hmm. and was dead set on being a good guy and getting to know Olivia and then when they deaded it he wasn't he was only starting to just to get to know Olivia, or sorry, mm-hmm. to get to know Tanyelle. Right, right. When it's like Kai has had four opportunities, I just think that it was quite obvious who deserved to go home between Spencer and Kai. And had Olivia not been in the decision making process, it would have gone a different way. Yeah, I feel like the girls that were currently coupled up with those guys shouldn't have had a say. Right? That would have been interesting. I mean, I just feel like I'd be like, if I were to go into that negotiation process, I'd be like, okay, I think you guys are really biased and maybe we should make the decision between, what, the four or five other girls between them just to come to the most fair conclusion and like we love you both we don't want to have you guys come to an altercation over this so just leave it to us and we're gonna try to make the best decision that we can come to with all the facts that we have it was just it's never about being rational in my opinion it always is like a bit of a popularity contest and who totally. can steamroll over their fellow islanders to prove their own point i mean we've never seen any sort of like like people aren't sitting there psychoanalyzing and like being all philosophical like you and i are and it's partially just because that's the name of the game right so i i just felt like it was very typical the whole way that the situation went down i was surprised that tanyelle didn't fight harder for spencer but i think she kind of knew 
the game. Yeah. I was like, haven't you seen him putting a smile on my face in the most monotone, Mm -hmm. like, sentence I've ever heard in my life. So, unfortunately, I'm... I'm a, I'm aligned with Aaron going home. I definitely think it was his time to go. Spencer, I just think the villa would have been in such a better spot than it is now and, and not being mean intentionally, but Kai has mm-hmm. actually brought absolutely nothing to the villa. It's been yeah. this week and there's nothing memorable that yeah. we've seen him do except for talking about how he's looking for real feelings and Mm -hmm. yet has been running away from anybody that shows him any type of emotion so so true (laughs) also I just feel like if Kai had gone home we would have had more single guys to shake up the villa like because we have honestly we still have like a lot of like as many settled people as we have we still have some singletons we have Tanyelle Mm -hmm. we have Ellie and if we had kept Spencer, there might be a little more, you know, like shifting around, like trying to find who is truly best suited for each other versus it's like we have Kai and Olivia. It's like we know you guys aren't suited to each other, but you guys are locked down for the safety of the coupleship. They just don't, like, I guess we can dive into it a little deeper later, but like they don't make they don't make sense to me, but they also make sense to me. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. That's how I can explain it to you, Val. I like, no, I agree. The, I, like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, who else would they be with aside from one another? Given oh, the yeah. pool of people that we have, we have somebody who's looking for feelings, but is scared when they see it. And then we have somebody who just wants like a simp to follow her around. Mm. And she just never opens up and never shows any sort of emotion or feeling. There so you it makes go. sense. But together, I don't see any... I tuned in no. to Unseen Bits over the uh-huh. weekend. Even then, dude, their chat was dead, like you God. said. Dude, they are a strategic pairing. They they know that they have not been secure in the villa, and they need to be mm. in a couple. And we've seen Kai and Ron do the strategy Love Island chats. It's yeah. like, who else is left in here who is... In a vulnerable position? Oh, Olivia? Right. Oh, yeah. Let me circle back to Olivia. It's like, please spare me the falsehood because we all know what's going to happen once people who are way better suited to you guys come in. And, right. yeah. I mean, there's not much else to say on that. Like, It's going to be Casa, Ron, and Kai when that comes in a couple of weeks. Like, we already course. know what's gonna go down but I will say I will say kind of reeling us back into scheduled programming Mm -hmm. (laughs) diving into our birdhouses we gotta start diving into these couples dude yeah yeah (laughs) yeah we can make this a two-hour episode easy fellow (laughs) listeners don't think that you know Val and I we've got a schedule but trust me you take that take us away from that we'll talk for three four hours easy whether it's on this podcast whether it's through Instagram DMs, whether it's through voice memos, like, trust us. You best believe we talk for hours about Anime, you got nothing on us. Yeah. You, <laughs> Little Miss <yeah>. Chatterbox. <laughs> okay. No, that doesn't count. That was PEMDAS, dude. It canceled out. We had no idea she even talked until, like, the second week. Yeah, honestly. Um, oh, my God. Okay, well, it's a good thing we've touched on, like, a couple of these couples. So, I think... Going through should be relatively easy. We we know that Will and Jesse got chosen to go into the hideaway this past episode where they had so much fun trying on all the Ann Summers lingerie together and Will was playing with nipple tassels and there were like chains and whips and feathers and boas and all this fun stuff and they definitely fucked. Uh, here's my question. Oh yeah, they totally fucked. Well, they said they fucked <laughs> and we saw them fuck, so... <laughs> Here's my question. Yes. If Okay, again, I have to touch on the department store lighting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't set a sexy tone. Um, so my, But there are so many toys, and, like, given the opportunity, you would want to use them, right? Okay. So, like, my question is, does production come over the speaker and eventually say, like, hey, do what you gotta do? 
we're going to turn off the cameras. You can have some privacy, whatever. Because otherwise, I'd feel so uncomfortable being like, okay, we're here. There's all this stuff available to us. But I don't want to like, well, we're going to be under the covers, like in a tent using like nipple tassels and boas (laughs) and all this shit. It's like, I don't want to use it in front of the cameras that I know are there. First of all, you wear nipple tassels and boas. You you know what I'm saying. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. I don't want to say dildos, but yeah, the dildos. Are they using the dildos out in the open? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like whatever you do under the covers is what you can hide. But very, very good question. Maybe we should definitely investigate that further and I want to know Reddit to see what what's up with that because it's a good question and it's valid too. I mean, you have a private room; they've got to have some privileges mm-hmm. that come with that. But I think it's also de- contingent upon like British television laws. Yeah, clearly in the U.S., like we couldn't see anything like that because I think they're still a little more particular about what is shown. But yeah, I, I think in general it was pretty PG. We only see them coming up for air. We only see them, you know, rattling the bed. Yep, but yep. I have to say, I'm like, I love Will's feminine energy that he brings <laughs> to the villa and the show mm-hmm. in general. I just love to see like a guy who's like comfortable in his sexuality, is goofy, isn't afraid to be a little feminine. And I don't know. I think he would be a fun like lay <laughs> like he seems he? like he was he seems like he was having so much fun I would just feel like I feel like he would make you really comfortable in that situation and that's why when Jesse was like we didn't plan on it but it, I'm like I understand okay I you're gonna hate me for this but I oh, kind of have the ick I have the ick for Will right now I just can't no I understand. It's, it's cringe. Like, I'm cringing at him. I, let me rephrase. I don't have the ick. I just find him very cringy, but I still love him, if that makes sense. No, I totally find him cringy at times. I feel like... <laughs> I can't. Like If he, he was, was my man, those, like, I'd be a little embarrassed. <laughs> no, for sure. He was doing those, like, humping warm-ups before he went into the, into the um, hideaway, and then he was like... Like, pretending to, like, slap her ass during like, yeah. the challenge. And then he was, like, yeah. licking everybody during the Dirty yeah. Dancing Challenge. And I don't know, Val. I think when like, he's – I know. I totally understand what you're saying. When he's excitable, I'm just like, okay, okay, calm, calm down, calm down. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I know you got to get all this energy out, but, like, calm down. But in general, I'm just saying, I like his energy. I like yeah. that he's not afraid to move. Like, I'm sorry, but when Jesse was like, I think – Will can twerk better than I can. I'm like, baby, I I know <laughs> yeah, for I a can. fact he can twerk better than you can. For a for fact. Sure. No, I'm dead. I I don't know. I really like them together. They also exchanged that they were both seeing one another falling in love mm-hmm. with each person. And I, I still think they're headed on the right track. And they're definitely proving to be one of the stronger couples in the villa right now, given our current islanders so it's nice to see them progress for another week and and really kind of getting to know each other on a deeper level and genuinely just having very relaxed vibes like whenever you see them they're either smiling or looking into each other's eyes lovingly or laughing and I just feel like those are the emotions you should be having when you're in a uh, dating someone that is new and fresh and definitely giving me like good vibes in how they're progressing so love to see it I'm glad that they're still doing well yeah same 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 yeah I think the other persons that are kind of faring pretty well uh we already talked about them earlier right Tom and Sammy uh shock shocker for me personally I didn't think that they would be getting along as much as they have been. They're giggling. Mm-hmm. Tom is like having this really ugly kind of laugh around her, which I'm like, where did that come from? So <laughs> they're definitely having a nice time, even during the Ladiator Challenge uh, when he was pulling Sammy's chariot and she momentarily pushed over an urn that happened to have some water and then the evil cackle after. Like they're, they're definitely both 
little tricksters, but they get along well. I like them together. The more mm-hmm. I see them, the more I'm like, yeah, they make sense to me, and I like seeing them on my screen. Yeah, I they definitely have surprised me with, I, I think, I said this, though. I said that when Tom was with the right person. Yeah, you did. That I would see a side of him that I actually found likable and interesting, <laughs> and I do think that Sammy is bringing out like a genuinely fun nice side of him mm-hmm. now that like that he feels comfortable around her and I am surprised because I just didn't think that Sammy was going to get along with Tom considering yeah. how we've seen him act before and how we've seen her kind of be like a no bullshit mm-hmm person she is very quick to call up bullshit it's very quick to communicate and to just not drag things out and she didn't like how ron was not communicating so i was like oh maybe her and tom are not going to get along but it could be a situation where tom is just a menace when he's with the wrong people and once he finds that person that he can see a future with He's like, it puts everything back into perspective for him. And he's like a good guy. And right. maybe that's why he kind of wanted to protect Lana this last run of episodes. Right. I don't know. Very surprising. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he feels secure in himself with Sammy. And that's the only thing that I can justify this change in behavior with. Uh, I'm sure you've heard some of the new interviews that Zara has been doing for press tours. And what I'm getting from that is, yeah, Tom's actions aren't excusable, but it does leave room to question about how secure he was feeling with himself when he's with women that are that strong. And I think that's something that I was reflecting on as I was witnessing Tom's evolution with Sammy Mm -hmm. so far. So I... I just, I'm telling you though, as soon as he let out that ugly ass laugh, I was like, oh yeah, this man, he is into Sammy. There is no going back. In the Ladiator lot and challenge, I couldn't tell whose laugh that was. I honestly couldn't because sometimes I heard Sammy laugh like that in other clips, but I was like, it doesn't sound like Sammy. No, that was her. The laugh that I'm talking about is the one where they kissed and he's like, uh, ah. <laughs> like that. Okay, maybe I just did not process it because no, I, I don't laugh, remember it. The other laugh okay. was Sammy, where she was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. like they're oh, both yeah, like yeah. laughing the same, and it's like a weird cringe. <laughs> should we now that we're on the Ladiator Challenge, mm-hmm. should we talk about what happened in the Ladiator Challenge? Ooh. <laughs> Okay, guys, don't be shocked when I tell you this right now. Mm -hmm. But Olivia took something personally in the Ladiator Challenge. What? Really weird. No, I know. Really weird. So when it was Tom and Sammy's turn to go in the challenge, they were coming through in the chariot and going through the water jug portion. And I watched this clip over and over and over again. And as they're coming through where, like, the columns are holding the jugs of water, the chariot does begin to, like, tip over one of the pillars. And I think Sammy sees this opportunity to just playfully, like, push it down and, like, dump it, like, on the girls. Mind you, everyone is wearing a bathing suit, right? Mm -hmm. So Olivia goes, oh, my God, did you see that? She just tried to soak me. And then, oh, my God. uh, And then once Sammy comes back in the lineup, Olivia is like, were you trying to soak me? And Sammy, I don't even think processed like the severity of the situation and just kind of laughed it off. I honestly couldn't even hear what she was saying because she was just incoherently laughing because she had had so much fun in the challenge. And she was like, oh, ha, 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 like, yeah, it's okay. Ha, 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 it's a game. Ha, ha, ha. And Olivia is just like, I see how it is. It's all making sense now. Like weird. So then they come back from the challenge. Lana, Tonyelle, and Sammy are talking about it. And 
Sammy isn't even the first person to bring it up. She was clearly sitting with the girls just to sit with her girls. And Tanya brings up the water challenge and or the water situation and asks if Sammy meant to do that. And Sammy was like, no, oh my God, is she mad about that? If she's mad about that, like, that's really silly because it was a game. I was just playing around. Meanwhile, we see Olivia chatting with Tanya, who I think yep. Tanya is just like a yes woman, but another <laughs> conversation to vibe yeah yeah another conversation but olivia's like did you see she like immediately pulled the other girls to like talk about it like if she has a problem with me like why doesn't she just say so then in tonight's episode tuesday night's episode we see olivia and sammy talk about the situation and honestly this chat just felt like olivia was running the conversation and she yeah. not only brings up the water situation, but she also brings up the fact that Sammy told Tanyelle about Olivia's backhanded comment. Yeah, and tried to turn Tanyelle against her. Yeah, she blames Sammy for telling Tanyelle what Olivia said behind Tanyelle's back and said that she felt it was Sammy's way of turning Tanyelle against her. So eventually they just like whatever end it it's fine but i'm just like my takeaway from that is that olivia's blaming other women for her inability to fit in or her inability to be secure within herself i don't know i'm like how do you blame someone for turning your friend against you when the reason your friend is turning against you is because you talk shit about them. Val, if I'm acting like this when I'm 28, I want you to rock my ship. I don't even Yeah. I'm telling you, this is so unusual for me to witness. Yeah. To the extent that we've witnessed it this season on Love Island, I've never felt so confused I always feel confused at Olivia's reactions and you know Sammy mentioned oh well you know like I know you well enough now to know that you're you act really hard but you're very sensitive on the inside and Olivia was like yeah and it's like huh <laughs> like Davide's reaction what <laughs> I just like don't even think that that's the case I think Olivia can dish it out and she can't take it that's exactly what it is. But dude. she veils and it by being like, no, you guys just, like, don't understand me. Like, you guys, like, aren't getting to know the real me. And, like, you guys don't really know how sensitive I am. It's like, no. You say one thing, and then you don't have yeah. the balls to back it. So when people call you on it, actually, they're being mean to you, and they have a problem with you. It's like, no. nobody. Actually, nobody gives a fuck about you. I just don't understand. And, you know... I'm being fully aware that it might be the way that things are cut, but I feel like we've seen her play the victim in any and all situations that are even remotely related to her involvement. And I think that's what makes me feel super fed up is that she goes so hard in her reactions to like taking things so far along mm -hmm. that it mm -hmm. loses the meaning entirely. Like yeah. I didn't even, I thought it was funny that Sammy pushed the, whatever like the water over because they're she barely in, hit sammy i mean yeah, she barely hit olivia they're in bathing suits and olivia's like if i hadn't moved out of the way i would have been entirely so yeah entirely well soaked. good thing that, that like, you were in a bathing suit then for a game involving water like what it could have been anybody standing there no totally and and the only thing that i can think of and again this is just like showing some grace so bear with me mm -hmm. is i wonder what has happened to her, what she's dealt with, that she feels triggered by anybody and feels that people are out to get her because this is now the common pattern that we've seen is that she thinks Zara's out to get her. She thought Tanyelle's out to get her. Now she thinks Sammy's out to get her. And I know in the past you and I have talked about how you think that it's because they were all with Tom, but like, babes, like, I don't think that's it. Well, <laughs> here's my thing. It's like... I don't think it's just because Tom. I think it's because Kai also. Like, I feel like uh, whoever yeah. she, like, thinks that she's in competition with is, like, the okay. bad guy. Because she had no beef with Tanyelle mm -hmm. until Olivia started seeing Kai and right. being in a couple with Kai. And I'm like, 
Tanyal has done, and we'll get a little bit deeper into the Tanyal and Olivia beef right. um, a little later, but Tanyal has been nothing. I wouldn't say Tanyal has been supportive, but she's been mm-hmm. very quiet, has minded her own business, has had not has not had to say anything negative about Kai, has been happy for Olivia and where she is in the villa. And yet, all of a sudden, once Olivia's with Kai, she makes up imaginary beef with Tanyelle, and she's all of a sudden in her business, and Tanyelle can't have a reaction to the only guy she was liking leaving the villa. It's like, what? And then with Sammy, it's like, okay, she had beef with Olivia because or she had beef with Zara because Zara was with Tom. I understand right. they're fine because, you know, they kind of both had the same amount of time with him and it was tense, whatever. But then you dropped Tom. You got with Kai. Now Sammy is gunning more for Tom and all of a sudden you have a problem with Sammy. It's like you want everyone to pick you even if you don't right. want them in that moment it just doesn't make sense to me and it, she never has this energy for the guys she's never right. met it with with the guys she never says that the guys take anything too far with her so i'm just like what is your beef like why do you hate women yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> why do you hate you. women all right thank you and good night yeah that's literally <laughs> what it is and i'm glad that i'm glad that we've had all these opportunities to kind of back what we're saying here but to the extent that we've seen it's been a month and she is week over week dragging out. There's three full days every single week that she Mm -hmm. has a problem with someone or she's taken something the wrong way and Mm -hmm. she's gone gung ho the victim. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not kidding. Like it's been three days. She's had a problem with at least one or two girls the entire three days. So it's just very strange to see. And I thought maybe Kai would mellow her out, to be honest with you. And maybe that's a little, like, I thought, the PSA, No, but. well, I just, like, thought, like, her being in a couple when she's been, like, clawing to be in a secure mm-hmm. situation in the villa. I thought her landing that security would then kind of mellow her out a little bit to be like, right. okay, at least, like, I'm in a situation where I'm going to get, like, airtime and I'm going to get attention. But it's like, no. At every turn, you have to make everything about yourself. But... Let's move on to a breath of fresh air. Our beloved yes. Shaq and Tanya still going strong. Um, I mean, we don't really see too much of them, unfortunately. We see them talking to other people. Like we see Shaq giving Ron advice. And we also see, saw them talking about how Ron deserved to not get yeah. picked. <laughs> Why? Okay. I'm last week it was all about Shaq and Tanya and I'm here for it they're Mm -hmm. in love whatever this week they are settled they know what's what they know they're both strong and they're here to provide these witty ass one-liners and also listen to gossip and just like add fuel to the fire sometimes true 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 so I'm here for it I'm okay that they were not really in the spotlight the past three days because I love seeing them regardless Mm -hmm. they I don't know. They. I'm still saying they're in the finals. I know you and I are both in agreement yeah, with this. Yeah, they're in the finals for, for sure. sure. Um, and they should be. Mm-hmm. At this point, they're four weeks going strong as, like, yeah. the, the couple in the villa, the strongest couple in the villa. Mm-hmm. If they're not ranked top two based Easy. on Love Island history, like, Easy. you know what I'm going to say. I know that's why you I'm know saying what I'm final. Say. That's why I'm saying final but because like, I am not putting hope in. I mean, in my I, head know, right now. I know. I know. I, I, right the British public. You. I'm like you guys. This is meeting all your criteria. They've been in it from the beginning. They've yep. only had eyes for each other. They handle all their uh, like falling outs very maturely. They get right yep. back on track they both got personality they're the mom and dad of the villa everybody comes to them for advice we'll probably see them be smooth sailing in casa more they are exclusive so i'm if they're not in the top two anika 
you're know. telling me. I know. You're telling yeah. I know. So. Well, I'm telling you because you're the only person here with me now. But <laughs> listeners, once this gets uploaded, you know what I'm saying. Read in between the lines. Yeah. I will be writing an Ofcom complaint. <laughs> well, as you should. I mean, if you didn't submit one already for Zara. But- True. Yeah, no, vibes. I thought the Dirty Dancing Challenge was super freaking fun, but I will, I'll end it with a, with a positive note. Mm-hmm. I think, secretly, like, all the guys have a crush on Tanya, for sure. Did you see them looking at her? Like, they I all... think she's got the moves, and yeah, they she know does. she's got the moves. There's, yes. like, a TikTok of her dancing, and I'm like, She's got the moves. She is pure sexy vibes, dude. I love her. Always loved her. I said it. I said it day one. I was like, yeah, God. God's (laughs) incred. And you know who else was sexy, fine, spectacular in these challenges? Shaq. When he came out in the Ladiator challenge. I know. I was like, easy winner. Easy winner. Please. Absolutely. Oh my god. It was bad. But, it was really bad but, for but me. Here's I was down bad. <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he rocked it in the Ladiator Challenge, but the fact that he could rock Cheetah Tidy Whitey's girl and he was still looking good. What the fuck? The range on this man. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I, I think I'd be in there scrapping for Tanya's yeah. man. I really think I would be. Because I'd be like, I'm sorry. Tanya, I'm sorry you had it a little bit too easy in here. <laughs> Let me take a swing. But he is an angel and he only has eyes for Tanya. So I would lose. So let's move to a less secure couple. Yeah, they're... So I think... I mean, our next couple is Kai and Olivia, but I feel like we've just hammered through. I guess you're totally right. We did. I was going to go into the thruple next. Yeah, we did talk about Kai and Olivia. I will say this. The only thing that they have to say to each other is how they they have never smiled in this villa before. I'm like, y'all have nothing to talk about, and it shows. No, that's it. It's So, moving on. It's a PR stunt. It's a PR PR relationship. (laughs) Actually, you're right. By the definition of a PR relationship, this is it. They're in the yeah. relationship just to get to wherever they need to be in the villa to coast through the villa. Because we all know they are not, la- they're not lasting in the villa. They're not lasting on the outside. They are such a nothing couple. There's it's ridiculous. Added. Yeah. And that's it. I'll, I'll so we move. <laughs> yes, we, we do. We move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our next, so we have them in a thruple right now. So technically Jordan and Ellie are coupled up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I guess it's going, question mark. The only reason why Uh, I decided to put Tanyelle in here is because she's an interesting spanner in the works here. I'm just going to start with the fact that Jordan made Ellie breakfast. And the side hug, that was the most awkwardest, weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life in Love Island history of side hugs. Side hugs means friends. Mm-hmm. she is not vibing him also why does jordan think that ellie's ready to settle down find a life partner also <laughs> why does ellie think she can beef with tanyelle and like has I... claim to jordan yeah. and she's like oh if tanyelle even tries it it's gonna be what did she say it carnage. was gonna be carnage mind you this is the same girl who came into the villa being like why is everyone acting married off and I applauded her because I was like, yeah, why is everyone, like, being so territorial over a bunch of sing- – it's different to be – to call out when people are not being respectful. Right. But some people were acting way too territorial over people who were not their partners. And here we are. Ellie's in a couple. And she's as territorial as they come. Yeah. Beefing with Tanyelle over – she hasn't beefed with Tanyelle, but has talked shit about Tanyelle's behind Tanyelle's back, saying she's not if she even tries her. it, yeah. it's carnage. I'm like, bitch, I would love to see you try it. She's I would love gonna, to see you try it. There's no way. I mean, they. she's not going to try it, first of all. Second of all, between her and Tanyelle, 
one thing I will say is during that Dirty Dancing Challenge, Danielle that BBL ate. was put to work. Is it a BBL? Girl. You know, I didn't Listeners. get it. I didn't get a good look. I didn't Listeners. get a good look. <laughs> Am I being naive? It looked good to me. Well, okay, not to say that BBLs all look bad, but it looked, I thought the thighs were matching Baby. the ass cheeks. Baby, Maybe they weren't. BBL. Did you see the dimpling underneath? Like the her real ass, the dimpling underneath, that's real. The plump top part, there was not a dimple in sight. There, it's a BBL. Maybe she has a really good lotion, man. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to let you live off this delusion. I'm All I'm yeah. going to say is Jordan looking at Tanya's ass was like he was drooling. There was no competition. <laughs> yeah, I think that the problem with this um, triangle is that it's like Jordan, Ellie is interested in Jordan, but Jordan is interested in Tanyelle, but Tanyelle isn't really interested back in Jordan. So it feels yeah. like a lot of like one way emotions and right. not enough reciprocation. Mm-hmm. I think Tanyelle should definitely give Jordan a chance. I don't know what happened after the date. I don't know why he went or why seemingly mm-hmm. he went so guns blazing for Ellie. I don't even think he went that guns blazing. Like he shut off so the other either. doors, but I think right. Ellie kind of set the tone and made it seem like we're completely off to other people. We're the only people right. in here who like get each other and want each other. Right. So I'm a little, like, I don't know, but Tanya seemed like she was trying to convince herself that like her and Jordan maybe have something i think i think tanyelle's a little bit of a grower so i'm not shutting it down completely i don't think that nothing could happen there but i I, i'm confused i'm confused do we still feel like there's something between her and ron here's yes but no but yes my thing is I do I'm starting with a little bit of a crush from Tanyelle's part I think that Ron is not interested at all I think really I think he I think if they were on a night out they would hook up oh for sure but I don't think that he would be interested in pursuing a relationship with her and the problem within the love island villa is there's no room for like situationships really it's like you're if you're gonna be in a couple and pursue something to like the end of the show then it's pretty much implied like you're interested in a relationship and i just don't think ron is like we've seen his type Right. And his type is somebody, his type, like, as a whole is anybody, but he really likes fiery girls. But when it comes to a girlfriend, he wants a doormat. Yeah. And Tanyelle is not a doormat. Right. Um, unfortunately. Uh, no shade to Lana, but a little bit of shade to Lana. So, yeah, yeah I think that sure. Tanyelle kind of, I think she says she doesn't have a type. She likes a cheeky, cheeky chap. I think she, we've even heard her say, that, like, all of the guys she's been with, she was friends with first. Right. So I do think Tanyelle is not being so truthful with herself and isn't really realizing that she isn't, that her friendship with Ron isn't just, like, a fun, cutie, flirty friendship. Like, she has a crush on Ron, I think. I don't make out with any of my guy friends. <laughs> I don't spoon yeah. them in bed at all no matter what the circumstances are we're not even in the same bed like because i just wouldn't want to give my thing is like with guys if like i'm friends yeah. with guys and honestly the older i get the less male friends i have especially male same. best friends i have Period. um not because i don't want to but i just feel like it can get a little precarious and right. they can sometimes just take things the wrong way so i just personally wouldn't want like any like a physical right right 
relationship with a guy that I'm trying to be friends with just because I wouldn't want them to get any of the wrong signals. And maybe right. Taniel doesn't really care about that, which I respect, but I just, I think she has a crush on him. I do. I think she does. And, and it's interesting, you know, the more that they interact, the more I, I see that. But I, I will say she has not been a homewrecker. She has not Mm-mm. gone out of her way to destroy someone's feelings or to mug them off. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a beautiful segue into the juiciest part now, right? Where we've had Lana have this buyer's remorse, if you will, about oh. Casey. <laughs> and um, she did. Can, I Yeah. You can say that, you know, Ron has manipulated her. He was making her feel bad like she fucked up. Like, I get that, babe. But it takes two to tango. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the way she fucking played Casey tonight, let me tell you, it does not sit right with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm shocked i i just shocked is a strong word no i'm shocked at how she did it how she went about it and then was like smooching on him right in front of casey like the bed's still warm girl like Mm -hmm. what are you doing Mm -hmm. it was so weird to see i definitely agree well i agree gaslighting casey into thinking that his reaction was wrong are you high like what are you doing they definitely live in delusion with each other. Their relationship, Ron and Lana's relationship, is one of pure, 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 pure delusion. Um, because, I'm sorry, you have to be deluded to think that there's a future with a man yeah. who's willing to, at every turn, put your relationship at risk just to know if you are right for him. Right. And I'm sorry, like, that, even that wording disgusts me. Why it's do you weird. have to be right for him? Why can't he be right for you? Absolutely. Um. So I just think that, I mean, the whole situation was pure immaturity. Yeah. I think she, my thing is she, I wanted her to pick Casey. Of course mm-hmm. I wanted her to pick Casey. But I thought that she knew once she picked Casey, the door was closed with Ron. Right. And once, here's where I think Ron manipulated Lana. Even though it takes two to tango, and I agree, and I don't agree with her reaction to Casey's hurt feelings, and I don't agree with her not taking, like, any, you know, responsibility. responsibility. Mm -hmm. But here's where I think Ron manipulated Lana. Once she picked Casey in the recoupling, everybody obviously went their own way. Mm-hmm. And Ron and Tanya go to chat. And he immediately off the bat is like, I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to talk to her. I'm not going to talk to right. her. She made her decision. I'm not going to get in the way. Then he's with the boys. And they're like, man, like, are you okay? Whatever. And Lon is with the girls. And she is looking over at him. And... She's like, okay, I'm going to like go talk to him and try to clear the air. And she comes over to pull him. And he's like, I can't talk to you right now. I can't talk to you. <laughs> so right. she goes over there, kind of like hurt, like, oh, fuck. And then he pulls Casey in front of her face <laughs> to be like, oh, you know, it's over. Like, you, you know, you won the race, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, I, it's, you know, I'm going to let you get to know her, like, acting like he's giving Casey the permission. Meanwhile, knowing that. Lana is going to be rubbed the wrong way. And then once he spent the whole night ignoring Lana, kind of making her like scramble. Mm. Then he goes to her the next day and is like, you know, I think you fucked up. Right. It's like, what? You're the one who fucked up. Your actions led to losing her. But you spent the whole night ignoring her and then go to her. And the first thing you say to her is that she fucked up. So it's like you made her fear losing you permanently. And then the first thing you say to her when she is like grateful enough to be able to talk to you to make sure that you're okay is that she fucked up. Mm -hmm. 
it was fucking weird. And obviously we know Ron is all talk. So like he's being being flirty with Lana. Meanwhile, he's telling Casey like she's fully yours to get to know. Like I'm out of the picture now. Like it was her decision. But he then went over there to like make her doubt her decision. So I don't know. Super messy. I don't agree with how Lana went about it. I think it's so immature, but just watching that was really hard because I'm like, this is the rest of your relationship with this man. You have now done the full cycle of what a a month in your life is going to be like in your relationship. Really high highs, really low lows. You crawling back to him, Mm -hmm. him blaming you for whatever reaction you've had to his misdoings. Right. And then you having to beg him for forgiveness, beg for him back. No, like, you're that's insane abs- to me. You're absolutely right. And I, I just think at this point, there's nothing else to say. I mean, she yeah. made her bed. Now she mm-hmm. has to lay in it. And mm-hmm. I just, yeah, my shock isn't coming from how the situation ended up. I think my mm-hmm. shock is more so around the fact, yeah, you said it right at the start. They're both delusion. The both the both of them could not accept ownership of what they had done and why mm-hmm. a normal person would have a normal human reaction to totally. feeling hurt, to feeling betrayed, to and feeling used. yes, used. And that's what made me so frustrated. You know, she was like Lana in the girls' dressing room was like, he thinks I'm being muggy. Like, I don't get it. And I was like, are you joking? Like, mm-hmm. if if this was reversed, just think about this. If this was, like, Uno reversed and it was a guy doing this, mm-hmm. th- totally. we would wreck havoc. This would be oh, not a thing. Of course. And I'm just so taken aback by Casey's valid reactions, that fucking king kept his head up high and tried his best to navigate the situation. And Lana and Ron are making out by the fire pit, like all snuggled up. Yeah. Like, you can't even give him the decency to come together as a couple, explain yourselves, apologize, like, okay. Like Ron went separately to kind of try and make his peace. But even Casey said, like, I don't believe that shit. You're being fake. No, like, yeah. I just, game. like, oh, I feel like Ron just running around the villa, like giving his little speeches. It's just mm-hmm. getting tired at this point because it's not, he doesn't do it to clear the air. He doesn't do it to like actually explain himself. He does it no. to assert dominance. Yeah, yeah. Every no, single time. Right about that. It's to assert dominance over Casey. It's like to be like, hey, uh, I just want to clear the air, you know, now since I won. Like that's the vibe it gives me. And I, I'm totally on Casey's side for not believing it and for being like, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I know it's bullshit. No, it is. So. I just, I'm so curious to see how Casey is going to continue in the villa. To be honest with you, I feel like this isn't going to go well for him. I don't know. I don't know if I think he'll be okay. But I feel like the producers have kind of like, this sounds horrible, but like they've kind of gotten what they needed out of Casey like I don't see somebody coming in and him having this amazing instantaneous connection where he mm-hmm. like completely gets swept away by the idea of you know this new mm-hmm. person so I'm very well, curious to see how that'll play out for him I think we've seen a lot of people scrape by and make it through yeah. when we didn't think that they would like obviously Tanya is still in there mm-hmm. um and, I mean, additionally, everybody really likes Casey in there. Like, everybody right. really, really likes him in there. Yeah. Um, so if it comes down to a public vote that turns into an island vote, I think he's safe in that regard because yeah. he hasn't had the opportunity. And, like, they always say that, like, oh, yes, they haven't had the opportunity right, to really, like, right. show who they are and, like, blah, 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 get really get stuck in, all that shit. Um and we have a new bombshell coming in, and he says that, you know, he goes for the blonde. So I think he's going to be okay, and he's going to be safe. But I know, but just, like, the emotional damage that comes with something like this happening. Like, I'm more coming uh, from, like, a human perspective. Like, would you even want to just stay in a villa where somebody's, like, 
done this stupid shit to you like I would just here's my thing he seems really mature and at the end of the day it's not that deep like it it sucks and he has every right to like hate I hate Ron um to hate Ron to be upset with Lana Mm -hmm. all that shit but when it comes down to it he was in there for not that long like he can get over it it's not I don't think it's emotional trauma you know what I'm saying like I think it's like no I just taking taking it on the chin and just getting up and moving on and being like all right like this is just it's love island and I did like this girl it didn't work out it is what it is. I move. You know? That's fair. I, really I don't just feel think like it's anything I'm, to... I just feel like I'm a little sensitive about it right now because I genuinely... <laughs> I hate when acts of injustice happen like this in the villa. So I'm just like, oh my god, that was a poor thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But, but I do stuff, think it, it would be an injustice to let him go after this. You no, know, I it's agree like, with that. No, I feel like he's a really strong character who has a lot of potential. And he's... he. I feel like he's the Jamie of this season like Jamie season three so he needs his Camilla and then in five years we'll be like oh my god like remember Lana (laughs) now he's happily married with two kids with the the sweetest angel of all time you know no I hope that happens for him but yeah I just I feel like yeah Ron and Lana have set themselves apart as a very toxic and just horrible dynamic that they're gonna stay stuck in Lana's gonna stay stuck in and we'll Mm. see how it continues I'm very curious to see how they will show Ron's indiscretions from Casa Mm -hmm. to Lana and the rest of the Islanders I hope they bring back mad movies but I mean aside from that that includes our little love saga triangle situation yeah I think that whatever happens in Casa more not that I think that Lana deserves it, but no, she lessons doesn't. have to be learned. Right, right. And whatever happens in Cosmore, if we then see it, you know, play out in Recoupling Night or see yeah. it play out on Mad Movies, however it is, right. she's going to have to learn that lesson again and again. And it's her lesson to learn until she can break the cycle. Absolutely. And yeah, and if. You know, if that means she has to go through this a million more times, everybody tried to warn you, you can't save a bitch who doesn't want to be saved. Yeah, quote, quote, uh, J. Cole right there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Good luck to Lana. Don't get me wrong. I'm not preying on her downfall. I just think that it's clear as day. This man has shown you what he's mm-hmm. capable of and what he's like yeah. and yeah at the end of the day made your yeah. bed lay in it gotta roll with it and totally for casey and totally let's see how this bombshell is yes this new bombshell well one more thing i'll say about lana i'm not rooting for a downfall it's just inevitable but yeah i will say when the inevitable happens i don't want to have to uplift this girl and be like oh poor girl like she deserves to go to the final you know like (laughs) yeah that little sob story like the millie sob story and the liberty and jake sob story is like right how are they going this far just because people felt bad for her it's like i don't want to reward like bad behavior anymore like as an audience like i don't want if lana or yeah if lana gets her feelings hurt again i don't want to have to fucking sit back and watch the people who can vote vote for her to get far just because like they feel bad for her i'm like no get actually if you feel bad for her get her out of the situation vote her home you know what i'm saying like have her go back home to her mom so her mom could be like you're a dumb stupid bitch like what are you doing (laughs) okay val's definitely heated i think on that note right (laughs) I say, guys, I'm American. I say bitch very lovingly. Like, I don't think she's, like, a, you know. I just mean, like, I want her to go home to her mom and her mom be like, what are you doing? This is not how I raised you. Stand up for yourself, girl. Stand up. No, that's <laughs> totally valid. I, I think, for the most part, you can hear all about Val and I's opinions throughout our power housing of our social medias thus far 
with Val going on TikTok and recapping our episodes and posting all of the funny, funny memes about our islanders. Is that what you call them on TikTok? It's just videos and memes, right? They're just TikToks. I'm just like aging myself. Okay. Yeah. You anyway. are so aging yourself. <laughs> I'm so freaking old. Anyway, old and heart. Anyway, aside from our TikTok at Villa Birds, you can also find us on Instagram at Villa Birds. And lo and behold, on Twitter at Villa Birds Pod, every single day, either one of us, both of us, or none of us is live tweeting every night for those episodes that are coming through. Lately, we have been on quite a good roll where most of our tweets are getting out there and we are doing quite, quite well. Um, super excited to keep creating content for you all. And I believe we have a special shout out for today, don't we, Val? Oh, we do. We got a lovely, lovely message from Abella on our Instagram just telling us how much she loved uh, the podcast and how we are just like, um, God, what's the word? What did she say? She said we weren't sponsored, so it was like a free form. (laughs) form Yeah, she liked how like we didn't hold back on the opinions, um, and you could tell we're like not sponsored by ITV, which like, yeah. ITV, we know you're begging to sponsor us, but we don't want to be biased and we don't want to be like muddied by your money. So don't worry, we're we're not going to take the ITV money, you guys. We would never, only because we want to remain as unbiased as possible. But yeah, no, all jokes aside, shout out to her. It was a really lovely message to read um, and to receive. Um, And yeah. We're super available on these socials, guys. So if you ever want to throw any compliments our way, you know, it would not hurt. Or if you wanted a little buddy to talk about the show with because your friends are not into it, we are always down to do that. Um, So, yeah, follow us, support us, tell your friends about us. We love you. Have a good day, y'all. Have a great day. Goodbye. And peace. Peace.